Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Trusted, live and local. Your community. All morning long. Here on 1480 WHBC. Did you know that February is Heart Health Month? Just because we should be worried about our heart's health doesn't mean that you should forget about those doggos, right? About your pets, about any of your animals. Our goal should be to keep our dogs as healthy and happy as can be. Considering the heart is extremely important, up to 75% of senior dogs will eventually develop some form of heart disease. Now, I love dogs just as much as the next person, but I don't know much. Let's be real. I don't know much when it comes to their health and their vet needs and everything. Joining us, though, right now, we have Carol Osborne, who is a Chagrin Falls native, went to the Ohio State University, and she is a veterinarian. How are you this morning? Good, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, heart health. I I want to know, for dogs, is is it as common as it, um, you know, any heart disease? Is it as common as it can be for um, older adults? No, it, it's not as common as it is in people. That's, that's for sure. But Eight million dogs, about ten percent of of the group, if 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 you will. So it's not as common as is in people, but nevertheless, um, it it is important and and it and it does occur, and it's a uh, great to have a few tips to keep in mind, so that if you see any signs that are are worrisome, you can address them with your veterinarian. What are those signs, though? Is it maybe they're moving slower? Is it uh, short of breath a little bit more when it comes to your dogs? What exactly are those signs, doctor? The, the most common sign of heart disease in dogs uh, that I see as a veterinarian uh, would be that cough, that moist cough in the morning when you're first waking up. Okay. And if you have a pup that acts like he's, you know, coughing when he, when he wakes up and that happens you know, more more than once or twice, um, that's something to discuss with your veterinarian. Uh, other signs, Jordan, uh, would be uh, difficulty breathing, uh, excessive panting, uh, you know, a, a rapid respiratory rate, um, changes in their behavior uh, because they're not getting enough blood or oxygen to various tissues, so they might be a little bit tired, uh, lethargic, depressed, their their appetite might decrease, uh, they, they might lose a couple of pounds. Um, if you are one of those great pet owners that takes your dog out for a walk every day, what you might notice is uh, something we call exercise intolerance. And what that means is, let's say you, you and your pup go out every morning uh, for about a mile, but one day you go out and, and after about a quarter of a mile, the, the pup sits down and 
you know, huffs and puffs and just isn't really interested in, in taking the rest of the walk, um, that would be what we call exercise intolerance. Um, other huge signs would be uh, fainting, passing out, um, the oral or the membranes of the, of the mouth uh, getting a bluish tint uh, as opposed to the normal pink color. So th those would be very common signs of, of a heart problem. So what are some steps then? If, if you notice it, I think most people would, the first thing they do, call their local vet. Sure. Sure, absolutely. You call the vet, and the vet will, you know, give the animal an exam, um, take some blood and some urine, and if, if he or she deems uh, that there's more to the situation than that, then normally they would uh, do some imaging or take some pictures of, of the heart. They can... Uh, start with a regular x-ray which can delineate the size and shape of the heart and if it's more advanced than that uh, we have more advanced testing uh, for pets just like we do for humans um, we, we do EKGs or electrocardiograms which uh, tell us about uh, the rate and the electrical conduction system through the heart rate and rhythm and then we also have things called an echocardiogram, which is actually a test that you can run, as they do in people, um, where you can visualize uh, the, the blood flow th through the heart so that you can pinpoint things ver very exactly uh, as far as what might need to be done. Okay. And, and there's some supplements, too, that y you can buy. Can you just buy some of these supplements over the counter? Do they have to be... Uh, prescribed. What are those steps? Um, many of the supplement, uh, supplements, especially in today's world, uh, you can purchase over-the-counter. Uh, I think it's always a good idea to double-check with your veterinarian uh, before you just, you know, reach out and grab something. Um, you know, your omega-3 fatty acids uh, found in fish oil and flax are, are great. Uh, coenzyme Q10 is uh, also referred to as ubiquinone, but uh, that is such a wonderful supplement for the heart that in Asia, they actually use it to treat heart problems. Certainly, your antioxidant vitamins, primarily uh, vitamins A, C, and E, uh, are, are very helpful. Uh, your B-complex provide energy, and they, they act as essential cofactors for a lot of these reactions that just kind of automatically occur in the body. Um, when it comes to the diet, um, we like to stress uh, low sodium, maybe less, less than 100 to 150 milligrams a day. Um, if you're able to keep your sodium levels or your salt levels consistent, that helps to avoid spikes in blood pressure. When it comes to diet, um, organic vegetable-rich foods are, are wonderful. Uh, distilled or reverse osmosis uh, water should be available 24-7. You, you, you know, you want to have portion control. Again, something you address with your veterinarian. Um, and, and stick with that low sodium. Um, you can even go online. And if, if you can't find what you're looking for in a, in a dog, which can be tough, you can even go, for example, to the Cleveland Clinic Heart website, and they've got lists of foods with the exact amounts of sodium in them um, that you can, you know, tally up. And then discuss with your veterinarian if, you know, does this look like it's it's a good idea. They um, Certain companies make make diets, you know, that are heart healthy. Um, and again, if you have a 
pet that doesn't have heart disease, uh, keeping them lean, feeding them wholesome organic meals, um, getting them out, exercise uh, at least 20 minutes a couple of times a day. Uh, regular exercise has all kinds of great benefits, um, including for the, the heart and lungs. And it can help prolong your pet's life as well as yours. And people don't understand how important it is. If, if you're on a diet, you do that for healthy reasons. And sure. you want to make sure that your animal is the same way. Your pet is the same way. Because I know certain people, they're like, oh, well, I'll just give them these big chunks or whatever. Or, or <laughs> you know, they, they can eat unhealthy. They're, they're a dog. They're a dog. But they still need to eat as healthy as they can. Right, doctor? You know, they do, and their um, their dietary requirements, uh, although they're not identical to yours and mine, uh, on the other hand, they're not that dissimilar. Um, and when it comes to that saying, you are what you eat, um, believe me, that is as true for you and I as, as it is for your pets. And when we monitor these animals closely and uh, we, we take, uh, you know, routine blood tests or in, in the case of a heart patient, very specific blood tests, um, you can watch, you know, the sodium or whatever the values are that you're monitoring. You can watch the values change as the diet changes. So when you're a really good pet owner and you're, you're really trying to stick to things closely, um, your pet will reap those rewards, which again, you can, you can follow these, these blood parameters and it's almost incredible um, how you can see results just, just a matter of a few weeks. Um, you know, when you, when you have a heart that isn't working right, it, it backflows in your body that flows to your liver and then to your kidneys. So heart disease doesn't just affect your heart. Uh, it ends up affecting pretty much uh, every organ in, in, in your body. And the other thing I'll just mention is uh, this whole thing with these grain-free diets. Um, those have been found, just to keep it simple, uh, to be not really the greatest thing for your pets. And they've had a, a lot of dogs that have ended up with this, they call it cardiomyopathy, or a, a heart disease, if you will, linked to these grain-free diets. Um, so if you're out there trying to figure out what to feed your dog, um, my suggestion is buy a food that has grain in it, and uh, you know, always talk to your vet when you're not sure about this or that. Dr. Carol Osborne, thanks for joining us. And